This is a reading of the daily devotional book, Torah for Living, written by Mark Lanier. We're sharing scripture and insights from the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis through Deuteronomy. Today we're in Leviticus chapter 26, verses 18 and 19. It says, And if, in spite of this, you will not listen to me, then I will discipline you again sevenfold for your sins, and I will break the pride of your power. Something powerful, very powerful, scares me. It is pride. Pride is one name for conceit. Our modern poet, Bob Dylan, sings about it, putting it into modern language what the Bible says. Dylan says of this pride, comes right down the highway, straight down the line, rips into your senses, through your body and your mind, steps into your room, eats your soul. Over your senses, you have no control. Give you delusions of grandeur and an evil eye. Give you the idea that you're too good to die. The Bible says it this way, pride keeps us from believing in or seeing God. In the pride of his face, the wicked does not see him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. Psalm 10 verse 4. God says he hates pride. Pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. Proverbs 8 verse 13. Many are familiar with what pride brings. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16 verse 18. People who are proud generally don't even realize it. The prophet Obadiah wrote, The pride of your heart has deceived you. Jesus taught that people are defiled by the evil things that come from their hearts, including sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, and pride. Mark chapter 7 verses 21 and 22. What do we do to guard against the power of pride? If pride is so deceptive that we aren't even aware of it, how can we avoid it? How can we guard against it? I should first note that if I think I can instruct others on how to avoid pride, then I'm probably trapped in it while typing. I should first note that if I think I can instruct others in how to avoid pride, then I may be trapped in it myself. So with some reticence, I simply make suggestions. For one, we need to have a clear vision of who God is. As we see and understand God for who He is, there's no room for pride in any of us. We will understand our true place in the universe only as we see God on His throne. If we don't see God clearly, then we're left gazing at ourselves, a sure way to self-conceit. Or we might gaze at others, measuring ourselves, another avenue for pride. There are some other possibilities. We might not become proud, but rather defeated and unimportant when we gaze at ourselves or somewhere other than God. But that's not a good thing either, for we are not unimportant to Him. He loves us enough to rescue us from our sins and bring us into a walk with Him. We have value because He made us valuable. We need to understand that too. 
We will do our best if we stay constantly gazing upon God in worship, in study, in prayer, and in fellowship with other believers. Let's pray together. Lord, rid me of any pride, and may I find my worth in you. In your name, amen. This has been Torah for Living, a reading of the daily devotional book written by Mark Lanier. You can find out more about the book in the show notes. Mark Lanier is the founder of the Lanier Theological Library in Houston. You can hear even more podcasts, watch videos, and read blogs and devotions that we hope will strengthen your faith right now at HopeOnDemand.com. If this podcast encourages you, share it with a friend. And thanks for listening.